0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the year-end wrap-up of the Something Something podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me, as always, is Larry Sands. How's it going, Larry? Eric,
1: considering how the year has been going for the planet, everything is going great, I must say. it's It's been a blessing. So yeah, yeah everything
0: is going good. How is yours Wow, man, this, again, this is our year-end wrap-up. Um, If I would have told us on January 2019 what 2020 was going to be like, I would have tucked myself in a corner and started to cry.
1: <laughs> Tell me about it. You know, it's weird because you start thinking, or I have, about since it's turning the new year, what what was happening last December, last January, last February, leading up to what this year has been, right? Um, and you start thinking about, okay, this time everything was happy. Everybody was out doing things, getting ready at this point. you know, christmas Christmas is over, your holiday, your hanukkah, whatever you celebrates over. Yeah. Uh, And then looking towards the new year, um, going out obviously New Year's Eve and and gearing up for what will be (laughs) the best year ever of
0: 2020, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. It's like, and by the way, I do have our numbers from this year that I will be um, talking about and I'm pretty happy with them, man.
1: Excellent. Uh, you know that—that's the and people who listen to our show know that we always say that. You know, we hardly—if we're talk—if we're going to talk about a show, I you—we're like, no, 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 we can't talk about it off air. Yeah, we yeah. We have to do it on air to get honest reactions, and so. Um, so that's I'm good. I'm glad you brought that, that up. For, I'm gonna save that for the end. For the end. Okay, perfect. There yeah. is one thing, you know, before I, I, I get into like our guests and, and how we feel, there is one thing that I would like to talk about. And we briefly mentioned in our pre show call, our pre-show call on yeah. the phone, uh, and and it's about the wrestler.
0: Yeah, um, I guess we'll start off since the year did start off with a huge celebrity debt. I mean, you know, it started with Kobe Bryant, um, passing away, and his daughter Gianna. Yeah. Um, Kobe's debt hit home to me in a big way because I think I talked with this to you, like off mic and on the show. I, me and my dad watched the night he was drafted. Really? Wow. And again, he, most people don't notice, was not drafted to the Lakers. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Drafted to the Charlotte Hornets, then like an hour later got traded to the Lakers. Man, oh man. See, that's where
1: fate kicks in, right? That's where whatever happened is supposed to happen. That's when it kicks in, right?
0: I mean, if if he would have stayed with the Hornets, he would have been known as one of the best ever to never win a championship.
1: Right, right. But
0: I'll say this, I do honestly feel he is the second greatest basketball player of all time. Next to? Michael Jordan, obviously.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
0: I mean, LeBron is good. Don't get me wrong. He is really, really good. But. He's not Kobe. No. Oh, no. No, he's not even Michael Jordan.
1: No, not not, not not, at all. No, no. And and I'm sure, you know, like, see, it's all kind of relative to how you grow up, right? Or or how you grew up. Because people in the 60s were, man, the Stones right there's nothing can- and then all of a sudden the 70s come and then the 80s for me guns and roses yeah. right and nothing can beat guns and roses but then i i look back at the role i'm telling you man like this See, i love how like <laughs> this all kind of folds into one but but those are those are our influences right that kind of yeah. le- that our perspective on what greatness is and you know like the kids coming up these days lebron is the best and blah 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 okay great for your yeah. generation but but to in order to stand the test of time you look at michael jordan right you look at the stones and it's been uh, 50 years eric i mean look at the beatles yeah and and you listen you know, you listen and you watch like Michael Jordan and how ahead of his time he was. Yeah. In in terms of playing. But th- then you listen to the Beatles or the Stones and you catch you know, for the the Beatles, like the wall of sound. And and I never really understood it, but if you listen like with your headphones in, you can take one and you hear like, you know, George Harrison's guitar and then you put the other one in you hear like the other band it's just it's amazing how inventive that they were and how ahead of the time they were and i just think it's a beautiful thing i think it's a beautiful thing
0: you know one movie i'm really looking forward to next year you know we're on a bit of a music tangent is yeah. the beatles documentary that um peter jackson's making oh man is there's there gonna a, be a hobbit in it no, there's like a, at least a 10 minute preview of it on Disney Plus right now. Oh, man. It's like they're going through 50, over 56 hours of footage of old Beatles footage for this documentary. That's
1: amazing. That's got to be like a 10 part documentary it's gonna be
0: in theaters i don't it'll maybe be better than that one that came out in the 90s anthology Mm -hmm. where it went through the whole whole history of them yeah but yeah i mean a lot of famous people did die this year like which deaths would you say touched you the most
1: man oh man you know that's that's a really good question, Eric. and i am I am not sure um how to answer that right now. I'm gonna look that up because that's a really good that's
0: what i I had like the top ten celebrities who died, yeah, this year. Um, I gotta say, I think the biggest one, and i I'm gonna get to John Bun Bun. Uh, Bro- Brody Lee for those of us in mm-hmm. the wrestling world not his real name we'll get to that because it just happened but man I think Alex Trebek yeah is maybe the most the biggest I mean look about this: Regis Philbin also died this year and I didn't even remember that
1: yeah yeah. You know Sean Connery
0: um, passing away, but mm-hmm. I remember after Alex Trebek died, I just wondered, wow, what is the country going to do at seven o'clock Monday through Friday now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's you know, it's weird because again, not not to be morbid or anything, but when you when you grow up in a generation and the generation that you grew up with starts to uh you know pass away. It's uh, it's a real uh it's an eye opener as uh, you know to life how important life is yeah. and how important it is to live it every day you know and cherish it. Um but I would I would think so. I mean Alex Trebek is is a big one. Because he's every day, you know, Um, he was on, uh, you saw him every night.
0: Yeah. You know, I think even weekend, I know Saturdays when there was no football on, they would throw on an episode of Jeopardy in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and those are the things that kind of stick with you. And, And especially since he was in the, because, I mean, you know, like, People that are actors, you know, and, and they've kind of slowed down their career um because life happens, right? They're kind of out of the public eye. Uh but yeah. with, with Alex Trebek, it's exactly he was there and, and we know his story. Yeah. You know, we followed it um pretty much every day. And and so yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I, Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go on. Oh, and yeah, I mean that's that's a hard, hard one. Um, but you know, looking at at like some of these others, like Sean Connery, absolutely huge. Um, yeah,
0: remember what was so funny was, man, those SNL bits.
1: <laughs> <yes>.
0: <laughs> Would you know um. <laughs> what uh, would Alex Trebek and Sean Connery I mean I think those were maybe uh, SNL in the mid-2000s wasn't as great as it was in the 90s but those bits yeah were oh my god I they're so quotable
1: yeah yeah and I, now
0: you know they're both gone
1: I know I know and you know, I'm I'm looking at uh, the celebrities who had passed. Um, and, yeah, like for country music people, Mac Davis, I'm just looking at his picture. Mac Davis, singer-songwriter. Um, he he passed away. Uh, but what about, and this is a big one, too, is Eddie Van Halen.
0: Oh, my God. Again, I forgot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, that... Uh, yeah yeah i mean what what can you say um and I, I, you know, looking up, I mean, you know you see uh joseph Laurentis, right? he was a
0: uh, road warrior uh animal he died yeah, he was timber animal of the Legion of doom or road warriors, depending on which company you watched, and yeah. again, like the Anyone who I think people who really know me like, well, know that my love for pro wrestling is so huge. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yes, <laughs> I mean, I go maybe deeper than the average fan. Yes,
1: oh, you do. No, you know, yeah, you do. You do.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about that. And his debt was really tough. Is that you that's playing an ad? Or is there just something playing an ad? Uh I don't hear anything. I do. That was weird. Really? Yeah, let's keep going. Um and just recently, like today even, um a very, very talented wrestler died. John Herber, aka Luke Harper. A.K.A. now Brody Lee passed away just last night. I mean, it's like this year doesn't know when to stop. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I wanted to ask you because I was, you know, actually I saw your post uh, last night. And I wanted to ask you, but I wanted to to talk about it on air. Um, what What happened?
0: Um, Well, this is where it gets really weird. Before we talk about that, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about his career. Then Mm -hmm. I promise we'll get into show stuff, listeners. Yes. Um, He was just a great in-ring performer. But in WWE, they never took him that seriously. He was always a henchman. Like, he was most known for being one of Bray Wyatt's henchmen. He had a run with the Intercontinental title for a week, then lost it to Dolph Ziggler, and Vince McMahon didn't like him that much because he couldn't do a Southern accent, Mm -hmm. and he was in the Wyatt family, which was supposed to be this group of people from New Orleans. But you know, John Herbert is from Rochester, New York. Uh-huh. Now he got so frustrated in W in WWE, he asked for his release publicly. Hmm. And they wouldn't do it. So they set him they sent him home for six months with pay. And, you know, he just couldn't do anything, though. He couldn't do what he loved. Yeah. Dan, Adam, there was this a few months ago when WWE fired like over 20 people out of nowhere without any warning. Wow. Just, oh, uh, yeah, you're fired. So he goes to work in AEW. And he came in as the character, Mr. Brody Lee. Now, this is when he had his best singles run and his most meta, when you get it, you get it run. He was the leader of this cult. But here's where it gets funny. All he They had him doing all these weird things, like if somebody sneezed in front of him, he would freak out. If people <laughs> start, well, let me tell you the things with this, though. If people started to eat before he was done eating, he would get mad. And there were other little weird things he did. Now, you see, you just laugh. Wow, how funny. He gets mad when people sneeze. People like me who got the joke were standing up on our chairs clapping because those are things Vince McMahon does. Oh, really? He hates it when people sneeze because he doesn't like not being in control. He's oh, an man. absolute control freak. Oh, man. And he doesn't like it if people start to eat before he's done eating. Really? Um, He apparently doesn't like it when people wear scarves. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> a story about... Chris Jericho and him were very close before he left to AEW. Mm -hmm. And Chris Jericho is known for wearing scarves a lot of times. (sighs) And he just told him, you're supposed to be a tough guy. And here you are wearing a scarf. Really? So they would work things like that into his character. Like he would even wear suits that looked exactly like vince mcmahon suits that he's worn (laughs) and then he got he won what's called the tnt championship which is their second most prestigious championship (laughs) he was fighting for their world championship he was treated like a major star and he would have been the world champ he got a knee injury a few weeks ago and was taken off TV. And then, you know, I'm on the Twitter machine as I am, and then I just see him on there. And my fir- whenever I see a celebrity trending, I immediately know, oh, wow, they're dead. And then just hearing all the stuff about him, like what a big family man he was. Mm. That's all you hear people talking about is how much he loved his son and his wife. Mm. And his son's not even 10. He's like maybe seven or eight tops from what I've seen.
1: Man, oh, man. That's uh that's a hard thing, Eric, you know? All the all the people, all the people. Um I don't know. I don't know what to say really. You know?
0: And again, I guess it's weird when a celebrity dies. Yeah, you don't you might not know them, but they've impacted your life in yeah. some way, you know. Mm-hmm. They've entertained you.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is very true, very true. And uh, you know, and one, I mean, go on, uh-huh, go, go ahead, go ahead. No,
0: no, go on, go on. Oh,
1: I just there's so many people that, you know, that and obviously, you know, this uh, this talking about this will bring bring to mind some other people. Um, but I tell you, you know, it's just the, the emotional complexity of of what makes us up as people whether you know whether it's it just it reminds you that you know the sadness that comes along with you know our favorite celebrity or you know or even our parent or grandparent so it's all kind of it's all the same but
0: yeah yeah so we've talked about one sad thing about this year (laughs) <laughs> anything else, anything else other than celebrities dying happened this year? <laughs> really? Did, I mean, did anything happen this year? Anything? Oh,
1: you know. It was just kind so of a
0: slow news year, man. Nothing, yeah. int- nothing we're talking about happened. Um, so, yeah. And remember, everybody, especially in this day and age. <laughs> be-
1: <laughs> we have to be excellent to each other, man. What else? I mean what can we how how can we make you know twenty twenty one better for all of us? I think that's that's one of the the questions now that that's happening um can it happen absolutely,
0: Eric oh yeah, yeah it I mean let's can. let's be honest, this was a tough year to say the least for the yeah. whole entire planet,
1: oh yeah, oh for sure for sure. It's been, it was, it's been nuts, you know, but I think, you know, I when did we have, man, it seems so long ago, like when we had Dr. Tara on, right? We always have to look for the good. Was that this year or last year?
0: No, that was this year. Cause we, we had, we had everybody on, we had Micah on for that episode. Oh, right. Heather that's was right. on. Oh, that right. was like, our, our I want to say a month into it when, yeah. You yeah. know, COVID, you know, really hit hard and man, I, yeah, you know, we got it. We don't, we didn't talk about it that much on the show after a while because we wanted to be entertainment. And I hate this word, a safe place for people. <laughs> oh,
1: <dear. laughs>
0: yeah. No, we know yeah. we wanted to be able to enter a happy place. Let's say happy place. Yeah. We wanted yeah. to be a hangout.
1: There you go. A out for
0: there you people go. for at least an hour.
1: There you go. I I think we did good. I I oh, you know I we think we really so did, did good.
0: We'll, yes. We'll um, you
1: know that's the one thing when when Doctor Tara was on. It's like we have, and this has helped me a lot this year. Is there's two there's two roads that that we can go down. We can go down the oh, why is this happening to me? Or you can. Literally, I don't want to say talk yourself out of, but give yourself a pep talk of what's coming and what's good, right? Exactly. And yeah. and w- what is the takeaway of all the the stuff that that is going on with with people in their lives right now? And um, I mean, Eric, I'm really happy to say that you know, even though 2020 has kind of been a bust. 2021 because of 2020 is gonna turn out really great um for the show um particularly and thank god man thank god that that you know we were able to to do and create you know um and i know for one thing for me to keep me kind of busy um, doing all, all of our stuff has really helped me focus.
0: I'm learning that with me too. And let's really, again, you know, we've had some really great things happen in the midst of all this chaos. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. first thing I have to talk about is, you know, my nephew, Josh, the start yes. of this summer, you know, we were, he was diagnosed with, Hodgkin's you know Hodgkin's lymphoma and he beat it within a summer yeah that's he did. all it took was a summer and he beat it so yeah you know yeah we're getting we're gonna be making a movie in a few months that's yeah. great and all yep. but nothing and we'll get to Hillsborough Road stuff um, we're yeah. gonna talk about show stuff right so that I want to get out of the way was the biggest thing for me this year but you had a pretty big thing happen too in your in the you got you got out of a bad situation. I won the lotto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's good. You know, and this is a thing you know, with our other show. Um, uh, we had uh, Miriam the Medium on, and yep. you know we're we're actually going to start doing more stuff with her in the new year which we can talk about in a minute but you know a, a a big thing that my takeaway with her being on is and Eric I'm finding out a lot of stuff that she talked about I mean is is I can see it kind of uh, forming in in my life in particular you know Um, but one thing is we have to think on, we have to go above our circumstances Yeah, and we have to, to think and operate in a way, uh, on a a clear, um, mindful, we have to be mindful of, of what we, of how we think we, we, we are in control.
0: Yeah. Our
1: emotions are not in control. That's right. Yeah. And and as uh, and particularly as an actor, you're led by emotion a lot of times. Right. Because you have to be, you know, but you have to. But as as a human being, as a person, you have to because there's not a lot of stuff out there right now that we're able to go watch movies and, yeah. um,
0: you know, go to the movie.
1: We can always watch. Movie. People are like, uh, what do you mean? Watch Netflix. Yeah, but you're I still went- at home.
0: One time to the movie theater this year. Yeah, and it was a movie that I hated. <laughs> and <laughs> I went over. Forever. I went over thirty times to the theater last year in yeah. 2019.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, and, go on,
1: go on. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say that, that that's the kind of things. It's, it's not about watching the movie. Uh, almost, it's about going and prepping to go, and knowing that you have somewhere to go that's comforting, gets you out of whatever's going on in your mind. But people have been locked in their minds for the past year, you know, yeah. or the better part of a year. And and I think, um, you know, kind of like what you say with our podcast, I just hope that, uh, that our podcasts have made people laugh and think and maybe even cried a little bit because I sure have.
0: <laughs> yeah um one word crazy thing. My three favorite favorite places to go, I couldn't go to that much this year, and that is church, the movie theater, and the library. <laughs>
1: yeah, so yeah,
0: you hinted at something. So when we started the show over two years ago and some change, but since we've come to anchor one year, you mm-hmm. know, it just started as one show, me and you goofing around and talking. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and now we've got a network. I know. It's it's I amazing. Mean, it started with the something about the unknown podcast with Heather.
1: Yeah. Again, yeah. you know,
0: we've talked about this with her now, how as soon as we were done interviewing her and we said, yeah, let's do a live with you. Yeah, never forget. We we here's some behind the scenes stuff. We call each other after every show <laughs> when there's a guest on, and yeah, man, that was a really good show. Yeah, that was really good. All right, so it's so, all and we just go over stuff. And after Heather's episode, in fact, did I text you during it saying I know. I think as soon as it was done, I called you and said, Hey, we need to start doing a show with her. Yeah. And yeah. you were like, Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I <laughs> yeah. want to tell her right away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, But what if she doesn't want to do it? What if, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I mean, I, but that's all it took is it. Our our little network, Eric, has grown from the Something Something podcast to something about the unknown. And then your baby
0: is, smells, is like on right yes. smells like Teen Horror. Hiatus right now smells like Teen Horror. It will, yep. It's just that the three guys doing it are really busy.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> yes.
0: But we yes, will we be coming back in 2021 with revenge of the sequels yeah 2.0 of smells like teen horror i love it you know then you know micah's you know the um the lol lessons in real estate i mean having that come out of nowhere and how great that's been i mean we're not on every episode but we're on a lot
1: oh yeah oh yeah and and you know i mean we are you know we produce it and stuff um And, uh, I mean, you edit, you know, all of it, you engineer it. So, and, and the stuff that we are on and even listening, because obviously when we, when they, when we do the show, we have to, you know, we're on, we're listening. We're not necessarily, you know, like hosting it or co-hosting, but I mean, just some of the stuff that I've learned, um, just from the podcast, you know, and, and I've said this before. But since we're creative, all you actors and 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 uh, the like, all you creatives who are looking at real estate as like a side hustle Don't. to your to your acting job or your creative job, you've got to realize one thing: this side hustle is is based on real people's lives, and yeah. and I'm telling you, to be an actor. You've got to use your emotions. It's a different set of skills. But, I I mean, let's face it. You know, as a realtor, you got to have, like, a bunch of knowledge and a bunch of stuff that, you know, side hustle. This is not an Uber thing. No. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: And then the other show we added to the network, the Not Your Average Christian Podcast. Boom. Yes, and yes. that's I think, been great too.
1: And and I like the way that you explain it, um, what the uh, not your average Christian podcast is because, you know, again, going, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's funny, Eric, because we, you and I, we we start talking and we get like an idea, and and it just so happens that we we have your pastor, Pastor yeah. Joe,
0: as and our
1: our, uh, our worship leader, I guess you could say. (laughs) Right. Um, and I love how you like to explain it about it being not just a podcast.
0: I don't think it's a podcast at all. I will always say, you know what me, you pastor Joe and Ed do is a ministry.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think And so.
0: I see it growing more and more. Again, the first year of something is hard mm-hmm. because we're all busy with stuff. Like, we're, it, we're busy, but we're in the slow part of being, the not fun part of being yeah. busy with yeah. Hillsborough Road. Yeah. But, you know, doing that show, it's such a great time to just stop and think about what's really important in life. Mm-hmm. And, and we get to talk from a, like
1: what's going on in the world and put it in a biblical perspective.
0: Yeah. And we're able to talk about stuff on there that we'll never talk about here because this is an entertainment show. You know, we want people to laugh and, you know, learn about things that they're passionate about. We Mm -hmm. never want to cross the streams.
1: Yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, good, good, good Ghostbuster reference. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like that. Even
0: though they cross the streams multiple times, N- numerous times, <laughs> not just when the State Puff Marshmallow. Yeah, man shows. <laughs> numerous <laughs> times.
1: <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. Oh, I love the toy.
0: Oh, I had everything from the real. I had the every toy. I had the Ecto one. The I original. The original, right? yeah. The original. I had the fire station. I had a Votan pack. I love you that. Name I love it, it. If it was real Ghostbusters related, I had it. I love it. I love it, dude. I had that and Dukes of Hazard toys. Um all I had was the General Lee when it comes really? to Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. yeah. I
1: had I had Boss Hog, I had <laughs> Roscoe Pico train and and wrestlers. You remember those big wrestlers oh, yeah, rubber? Yeah. I, I had love those. those. Yeah. Dude, I love them. I
0: love them. Yeah. yeah, there's this podcast I listen to with um, okay. I want to try, I'm trying to think of their real names, so you might know who they are, but it's um, wow, I they're it's the major wrestling podcast with Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, these WWE guys. Mm-hmm. There was recently an episode of the Misses TV show where. In it, Zach Ryder, no joke, purchased a ten thousand dollar Kamala action figure.
1: Oh, oh really? It's a
0: special version of it. It's like really? a variant, a very rare one. No, it um,
1: wasn't uh, Kamala. Um he, not the plas- not the big chunk like the no, plastic one. The
0: big the plastic rubber. one, the regular, like smaller sized Kamala. Really? Yeah, Um. you should. He has this great stuff on YouTube. Um. There's these things they do where there's these... Before they make a toy, there's this special giant version of it that they scale down to make the toy. And on that show on YouTube that WWE gave them, he spent $15,000 on one. But then he said on the podcast... He sold it right away, and he didn't say how much he sold it for. Whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. I, you know, that, so much, you
1: know, everybody, this is, this is what being a creative person is all about, I think. You know, like, just picking up a microphone, picking up a camera, picking up a guitar, and obviously... You know, like, you have to learn a camera. You have to learn a guitar, you know, yeah. the chords and stuff. But that is is what I think this year has been for me, especially since we're going into making our own movie, right? Nice segue. It is, uh, thank you. Um, it, The one thing that, for me, in particular, with all of our guests, each and every guest that we've had on the show, is the... The uh, what do they call it? Oh, I, uh, the testicular fortitude. <laughs> That's a good McFoley reference. Yes, <laughs> the, the all of our all of our uh, awesome guests have the testicular fortitude. And for those of you non wrestlers, the balls, the cojones, yeah. the fire in the belly to create whatever they're doing, whether it be a movie, a short movie. A feature film, an album, an Books. EP, a um, book. Oh my goodness, Eric! Um, it it takes a lot of gumption to do that, you know?
0: Yeah, it really does. I mean, you know, we'll get into other stuff that I want to start doing at the near the end of the show when we talk about what we want out of next year, but. Yes. You know, you did a great job segueing into Hillsborough Road. And I have just been so overwhelmed this year when we talk about Hillsborough Road, how it started as just this little silly script that I was, you know, working on right here where I sit at this computer, you know. Typing away, trying sleepless nights, trying to think of one small little action (laughs) that would lead to the next big thing, you know. And it was as simple as well, where do I have this character while this is going on? And it's like a five second scene on film. But the whole story won't work without that five second placement of your character. Yeah. Yeah. And then yep. now like that, we casted it. We have locations. We've got money coming in to yeah. make it. It's like, yeah. this is real. I mean, at the end of every year, I make my goals And for over 10 years, you know, making a feature film was number one on that list. And now it's actually happening and I'm doing it with, you know, my best friend. Who else would I want to do this movie with? And just how close we've become to the cast is so overwhelming.
1: Eric you realize that we've been working on the actual doing pre-production for 6 months. Yeah, like casting, you know what you just mentioned, <clears throat> casting and looking for locations, coming up with our Indiegogo, um doing graphics, having, you know, Which you've zoom been reads.
0: killing by the way. And again, this will be up After, you know, the teaser trailer you did has come up and everybody has just been blown away by how cool it was. I mean, the video should be up now of the cast reactions and you haven't seen it at the time of recording because I want to wait till the trailer has time to breathe
1: yeah and yeah.
0: and again you know we dropped it day after christmas people are on holidays even though there's a virus going around <laughs> and you know i've seen a lot of their reactions it's pretty amazing see now i haven't seen i've i've seen one
1: but the others are because yeah. Yeah, we have like an Instagram, right? Like a group thing on yeah. Instagram and they they've asked, have you seen it? And I said, no. And I, I do not want to see any of them until you're your, until their reaction video.
0: Um, Funny story with Kelsey, who's playing Allison. She sent me a picture of her husband and other of her family members reacting. Uh And, you know, I'm a jokester, so I replied, hey, what was what that old lady and young girl in the Victorian dresses standing behind you? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, things, how great things have been going with Hillsborough Road. I mean, it's just like, wow, it's, is it always, it's not always going to be this easy. I mean, it's never will be. It it was just how great fast, I mean, six months, but six months in production and in movie time is a blink of an eye.
1: Yeah. And, and, and i mean eric let let's give let's face it there's two of us doing this thing
0: yeah we yeah. don't
1: have you know we don't have a production man we don't have a production coordinator we don't have you know this that or the other thing and you know i'm working you're doing stuff and trying to get all this done and laid out and you know i, I think it's a good thing And really as as an independent filmmaker and compartmentalizing because you got to compartmentalize yeah. <laughs> the film. For some
0: reason, I can't say that word. Uh, <laughs> Compartmentalizing.
1: There you go. Just sound it out. It's
0: kind of just... like with the Cambray How? house.
1: Yes.
0: Not Cambro, Not Camberry. I, can't... <laughs> I just want to point out, though, a Cambrai house would be Awesome man, would it be made out of the chocolate?
1: <laughs> Did you know that no wait, 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 wait. Do you mean Cadbury?
0: <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, Cad the Cadbury? Cadbury egg, yeah. Well, no, this is do you know that they make a candy bar of that now? You don't gotta wait all year for the eggs to come out. Really? That's, that's a
1: mistake, just, man. That's a mistake because people are gonna get eaten. that's a mistake. It's
0: not the same shape oh. though. It's just like a candy bar.
1: Yeah, but I think it's because there's some stuff that has that okay, Christmas to eggnog. That doesn't come out all yeah. year round. And and I will be the fr- I love eggnog. I don't so think. Do any- I. You do? Yeah. I love eggnog. And you know what? I put rum, coconut rum in really? my eggnog. I do, Eric. I do. Huh. I, I just had
0: a, Starbucks used to have this egg, eggnog frappuccino that was yeah, pretty good. they don't have it anymore. they don't no, wow. and they used to have eggnog creamer. They don't have that anymore. oh wow,
1: I know. so I just get my I just get my eggnog and I pour it in my coffee okay that uh, and that works, everybody. ooh,
0: uh, an eggnog <laughs> coffee, I want one, <laughs> but. <sighs> You know, we, you know, we've talked about Hillsborough Road enough on the show, but let's really talk about, man, this year, it's changed. I don't want to say that, oh, you know, the new normal. No, the, no. it was the, the social distancing. Yeah, we agrees, too, yeah. that this isn't the new normal. Good, this Chewy. is the new Good. right now. Yeah. I do yeah. think things will, they're going to go back to normal soon. But when what we do entertainment, yeah, I think that's what's going to change. Yeah. And we could be bullheaded and go, nope, this is the way to do it. It's like working with young people. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm learning, especially now. Cause again, I worked with teenagers for years and this will all make sense. You have to learn when you're working with young people. I'll wait till you come back because I want to get your. Okay. You know what? It's the end of the year show. I'm not going to edit that out too. I've got a lot of other podcasts to edit. So one thing I learned when things change, it's working with young people. Like during the start of this, getting them to email us was hard. Then I realized, wait. I'm almost 40. That's how me and my people talk. So then I was like, I've got to get on their level and change my way of doing things and just focus on Instagram, not even Facebook, because Facebook is for boomers. And once we started communicating with them on Instagram and email, you know, I merged the two things Communicating has been a breeze, which is good. But and you and I kind of
1: I, I mean, I get it, but but I, this
0: is the thing I'm trying. The point I'm making entertainment now is going to change because things change. Oh, yeah. Like movie theaters used to be my the, my absolute way of going to entertainment. Mm hmm. But now with HBO Go and Warner Brothers, that deal they've got going on, that's going to change stuff. So I think for creatives like us, we're going to have to learn to adapt these new things that are being created right now. I mean, the old way of doing things will still be there and will be my preferred way. But we have to learn that now there's these other avenues you can take. Like the theatrical release, that hasn't been the gold standard for a while. Mm -hmm. It's the most fun. But I don't think even more now, I don't think that's going to be the gold standard.
1: For no. the best movies, yeah, I think you know, and speaking, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that that's what they call a game changer, I think. Um, when you have Warner Brothers and HBO, and um, you know, that 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 well, that comes out of ingenuity and having. You know, you have all these release dates and all these movies. And then what do you do with them? You can't just let them sit. So, but I think because of that, you know, it's just like everything else. Everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And because of the pandemic, everybody was like, well, we have all these movies on our slate. What do we do? They've held them because they thought everything was going to be better at the end of the year and into 2021. Right? But now looking at 2021 and seeing that, you know, it it's going to take a minute. So Warner Brothers was just like, you know what? Let's just do this thing and release it. And and I thought they were just going to release it at once. But they're no. not
0: because that's what you were saying, right? Each month, it's going to be one or two movies. Like the new so The Sopranos movie is going to be available in theaters and on HBO Max for one month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then it'll be off HBO Max, and it'll just be in theaters. Then come February, the big February release will be theaters, HBO Max for a month, then gone, then the next up. Now, and I'm not just talking about that. I mean, there's going to be... More independently done stuff is what I'm thinking. How people like us, writers and musicians, aren't gonna wait anymore for Mm-mm. the gatekeepers. Mm-mm. No, no, not at all. And you can't, and that's see, that's
1: one of cause the gatekeepers stay gatekeepers because that's their deal. Yeah. Right. That's their that's their mo. But for the people, and you and I have talked to a lot of creators. Who are making their own way. And one of them comes to mind. Is we just recently had her on the show. Is Jessie Lee. She yeah. is a singer songwriter. She's putting all her stuff on Spotify. And then one of the questions was. Was do you want. To to have a record deal. She goes I don't think so. Because that may. That may squash the whole thing. Right. That changes things. And so when you look at. At. When you look at things like that, it does. It makes you think. It, it makes you think hard and heavy, and particularly with us. Do we want to have something like that? Do we want to have, a, uh, you know, like a movie, like a, a movie company come in with Hillsborough Road after we shoot it and do it and it's done our way? Do we want them to come on, come in and take over everything? You know, we've had talks yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, And, and, but, but not throwing in a wrench is, and I don't think anybody knows this, Eric. Should I? Let's keep that. I
0: don't want to talk about it publicly. Okay. So there's something okay. to okay. talk about.
1: Okay. Okay. But there's, there's some things on the horizon that yeah. only you and I know. Yeah. And, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. So. So
0: okay, good. I'm I'm glad I,
1: I asked you before I But again, out.
0: the bullheaded way to go about anything that changes is the hold our feet in the ground, and say nope, this is the yeah. only way to this is how we've always done it before. Yeah, and this is how when everybody else is going the opposite direction. You don't want to be the only one. No, nope. you know, yeah. old man yells at cloud. I don't like this new way of doing things. And if we do that, we're going to fall behind and not be able to create.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and actually the same can be said about life. You got to go with the flow, man. You got to go with the flow and you got to take it as it comes. You know, it's a rising tide. There's always, I mean, there's tides, you know, you got to rise with it and you got to fall with it. And you just got to keep your head in In those times, in the turbulent times. You just got to do all you can, you know, yeah. look yourself in the mirror. That's when you talk to yourself. And I do. I kind of do, Eric. You know, I give myself pep talks. And, like daily affirmations, stuff yeah. like
0: that. That's yeah,
1: important you, to do. Yeah. yeah, you've got to. And I, I, I think you have to. I mean, to kind of stay you know, because not, not your situation. And this is a one thing too, is, you know, we've had a lot of writers on that have written books and, you know, from where they were 10 years ago to where they are now, you know, five years ago, three years ago, 20 years ago, but things always get better if you keep going with the flow. And you've got to, I, I, am a firm believer in, you know, never, you know, I had a a friend of mine, um, say never go straight, always move forward. Mm. Right. And, and so I think that's one thing is we all, we all, no matter who we are, whether we're creative or non, you know, regular people at a job, you always have to move forward. And, you know. This is one thing that um we were talking I was uh on you know Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. with my mom and my uncle and and maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about this is you know when when the Jewish came out of uh Egypt right and they they got lost in the desert for forty years, yeah was was one of the things that God had said was you have to move forward or this is what I you have to move forward. You can't go back to your old ways. Yeah, when you're exactly, in a new yeah. place, you <clears throat> can't go back. Oh wait, wait, I okay I take that back. You can always go back. Yeah. But do you want to go back? Oh Eric, I'm getting on I mean I'm starting to feel yeah. woo. Right. But if you go back you go back to your old ways. Do you really want that? When when all you've wanted to do was move and grow. And then you're finally moving and growing even though it may not be your, your version of moving and growing, right? Do you want to go back to where it's comfortable and be slaves to that thought process? Or do you want or do you want the rising and falling of the tide? And you just follow it until you finally get your footing and then grow Yeah, and see it. And, and I think I feel, you know, for me personally, that's what 2020 has been.
0: Yeah, I mean, I forgot who it was, the guest we had on who said, if you come out of COVID the same way you were when you went into it, then something is wrong with you. That's paraphrasing. And I can't remember who it was that said that.
1: Mm, That's a good one. That makes me think it's, it's almost like, and you know, writers are really good. Actually, you know, creatives are really good. I think some of us are at adapting and who was that? That's really good. Um, Because, you know, again, that goes back with the way of thinking. You know, if you if you think that all you're doing is waiting this thing out and you're going to see what's happening on the other side, maybe you're not doing it right. You know? Yeah. And and I think, Eric, it's safe to say that we're doing the exact
0: opposite of that, you know? Yeah. You know, we are adapting, we're changing things, we're working on things that are going to be really unique and different for next year. I'm going to hint a little bit at that when we talk about yes. our goals for 2021. Please do, because it's exciting. And <clears throat>
1: I'm a firm believer, Eric, um, that I don't like talking about stuff until we can get it started. Um but this one, you know, we've been talking about this. Gosh, what I think you're going to talk about and hint for around six months, right? About the time we started to go into production. What, with Hillsboro Road? With yeah, yeah. Is that the one? Is is that the one that I think you're going to talk about?
0: Like, remind me. Like what?
1: I don't want to give it away. I'll give it away. Well, okay, so okay it wait, wait, state. wait. I'll let you talk about it, and then I'll confirm. Or I'll say yes or no, if that's what I'm talking about. Because cause I just... Look, when when we started doing Hillsborough Road, I want to make absolutely certain that we were doing it. Because there's no way that I would want to do it and it not come to fruition. Because, yeah. you know, again, talking to our guests, that's their whole thing. They've done it. And now they they're talking about it and they're living through it and and it's just it's amazing the some of the things that that our guests and even us Eric now you know that we're yeah. talking about doing Yeah know? well
0: the thing that I'm working on now it's kind of this big thing that I want to do that's more it's a multimedia thing that I'm yes. working on Yes that encompasses a bunch of things, and I could really see it being the thing I do. Okay. And, you know, movies will be part of it, stories that are not connected to this thing, but it's it's weird how in the midst of working on Hillsborough Road and coming up with this, it's also hired my passion for Hillsborough Road. Because you know, I I took a it's just weird how you're working on two things at once and the fire's fueling both of them. hmm Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, as it should. As it should. Yeah.
0: And again, when we get yeah, I'm see, you don't like saying stuff, so there's something to say. Yeah. I like having something, but putting it out there so that way you have to do it now because people you said you're gonna do it, and now you've got the exact no, here's no the thing. I'm more excited to say it now because you only know the tip of the iceberg, yeah, of what I want to do. yes, of the yeah. well, not me what where what you're gonna be part of also, because again, it's something that I don't think anyone else has done. Okay, we're gonna get a bunch of people and put them on an island and film them. And each week they're gonna have challenges. What? Eric? Yeah, wait
1: wait, wait no, 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 don't. don't say because <laughs> you know what? Now somebody's gonna listen to this and and get the idea and put it out there. We got to start work on that. no, no today.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, um again, i I'm really excited about telling you I Again, I've told you a little bit. I've told the people I want to work with on it a yeah. little bit. But um, first, tell me, other than Hillsborough Road, creatively, what are your goals for this upcoming year? Man.
1: Um, you know, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I think collectively you know obviously hillsborough road but some of the stuff that that you've been talking about doing um i i'm i'm super excited about that you know that that you that you just told me about these last couple of, of nights that we've
0: talked and i think they a brilliant been thing something that i've been working on that i just wasn't ready to put out yet yeah but again, you know, now that I'm putting it out on here and I'll even cut this up and put it as a separate thing. Because, again, now that I'm putting it out there, it's something that I have to do.
1: Yeah, good, good. You okay. know, actually, it just came before you go any further. It just came to me what what I realize that I would like to do and am doing right now and will continue to do even more is to be a facilitator of people's ideas Mm. and putting them, putting them on record, whether it be audio or video or whatever it is, uh, and a website, um, is to be a facilitator. And that's what I feel, Eric, that, I'm I'm good, and that's why I think we're good together is you have these great ideas, and to be able to to talk to them with you and to come up with uh, an idea of how to put it out, but then to facilitate it and get it out
0: there, you know? I wasn't even ready. To, this isn't part of the show, folks. I, I didn't even know I was going to talk about this yet. But now it's all I want to talk about. Okay. Okay, are you ready?
1: Let's do it. Now, you realize, Eric, when you say
0: these, we're going to do it. Well, two parts of it are already outlined. I just have to do it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. But wait. Now, remember,
1: is there like a trade secret in this? Because,
0: no? No. This is something that, again, I've been thinking... I wanted to do something multimedia that crosses platforms for a while. Uh Uh-huh. And Uh I heard about this one thing that Spotify is doing. And then it kind of merged this thing like, yeah, I could probably pull this off. It's just I have to merge these things I've been wanting to do. Yes. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying it slowly and slowly to make you wait. Okay. now even if Spotify doesn't like this, we're gonna do it. Yes. I love podcasting. Yes. I love listening to podcasts. I pay for podcasts. I have the Stitcher premium. And you know one thing that's big in podcast right now is fictionalized podcast, mm-hmm. basically TV shows that are podcasts. Yep. You can even put them up on IMDb, which is, by the way, not the only game in town. Ugh, when it comes IMDb.
1: to don't don't even get us started know, on I IMDb. Know.
0: You can don't. post it on that one particular website but as they... a TV series. Really, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can put YouTube videos like if you do a YouTube show, huh, as long as you put it under a TV series, they'll take it. Really? <clears throat> so, huh, I am a, one other thing I'm a huge fan of. Now, again, all of this will make sense. One of my favorite writers in the world is RL Stein. Who's okay. most known for Goosebumps? Mm-hmm. But he did another series of books before that called Fear Street. Okay. Which was like these teen horror novels, novellas, really. Mm-hmm. And they all took place in this in this one town in called Shady Side, Ohio. Now, you didn't have to read all the books to know, you could just read one book go three years and read the next book. But all of the books were interconnected in a deep way because of this area called Fear Street. And they might mention one person who was in another book. Again, (laughs) if you get it, it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. But if not, it doesn't affect your story. Right. I came up with my own little town. Yeah a bunch of stories take place. Yes. The town is called Mountain Creek. Okay. It is a fishing town. Think someplace like Anchorage, Alaska, that kind of place where seafood and tourism are a big part of the life of that town. Kind of sounds like Dawson's Creek. No. Uh, okay, Uh, (laughs) Yeah, my favorite TV show. (laughs) <laughs> but in this town there's a lot of trippy stuff that goes on uh-huh. there's ghost yeah a witch's curse i love it and other things okay. so this thing that i'm working on now with mountain creek is a fictionalized podcast which is basically a CW show. I love it. I like the new Nancy Drew show, which I marathoned and loved Uh or supernatural and obviously Dawson's Creek and all of that. uh, So the TV, the TV show, the fictionalized podcast is one arm of it. The other arm of it are a book series. Now, the characters that are going to pop up in the book series are not the characters from the podcast. I love it. Though so the locations, like maybe your character who owns, a, who might own a restaurant mm-hmm. in it, your restaurant is the hangout in the town. Nice. And some of the books will connect. I love People it. from it will be meeting at that restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I again, love that. your character might be mentioned in the book, might not be mentioned. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then in the, you know, the the us this call it the show, the TV show, the fictionalized mm-hmm. podcast. It's, I'm not ready to give away what the show's about yet. I'll, off mic, I'll tell you, because you're all, all up in arms like, You know, again, he tells me we're doing these things, but he waits till the last minute to tell me. I love it. It's a pretty cool thing. And it's, you know, podcasts, book, maybe movies. Yeah. All three genres, maybe even like I could really see this being one of the main things I do along with, you know, other stories for movies that comes along because here's the thing larry i feel bad that i set hillsborough road in the 80s because of how much how hard it has been to create something and i really envy those screenwriters out there who can go interior space station
1: right right it's
0: like man imagine that freedom
1: oh i mean it it would be fantastic especially have if we have a little bit more money like you know 50 maybe 100 million then
0: you could have your space station eric oh that won't even come close to the well no the thing this this the sci-fi movie i want to make yeah could easily be done for under 100 million dollars way under i'm talking (laughs) no joke this sci-fi thing thought that i have could be done for 50 million dollars
1: i thought you were gonna say under a hundred dollars
0: <laughs> no it can be easily be done for mil not hundreds of millions but millions of dollars that's such a simple easy sci-fi movie it's basically clue in space <laughs> That's awesome. A murder mystery on a space station. That's awesome. But, oh, yes. sir. You hit me. But, <laughs> but the thing is, with this thing that I'll be working on and you along the way, you know, it won't cost us anything but microphones for the people who are gonna be involved.
1: Yeah, yeah. And actually, I'm I'm I do want um, and, and it's a funny thing, because Eric, there have been some people, and I think you know who I'm talking about, that that would love, and we're talking to them now about sponsorship opportunities. Yeah. So that is, I'm glad you're bringing that up, because this is well, one And When
0: thing. we get off, Mike, yeah. I'll tell you the other thing that I have for that, the other plan that i have in place but yes. after hillsborough road is edited and done i mean i'm working on this alongside of that mm-hmm. that is where i mean again i love making movies it's my passion i love movies but they're expensive and really hard to make
1: yeah yeah but you know that is i mean
0: it all all the only thing it cost is you know that twenty bucks a month I'm I'm paying to a pro writing aid for a spell check.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know that's that's one thing that came to my mind as you were talking about um to to make a movie in essence it's easy because oh you just gotta have a camera and then then but but you know just like a good script, one thing leads to another. Well, you got to have a good script. Well, I just have a camera. Oh, wait, I've got to have actors? Oh, wait, i got to have sound equipment? Oh, wait, how do I put this thing together? (sighs) And then all of a sudden it's like, why do I even want to do it? Because, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there is something to be said about us doing our podcasts and our podcast network and creating more things to be just for podcasts specifically because, you know, just like you said it it, you're sitting down and you're doing a radio show you know you just got to have good mics and that's it you know um and granted you know we have our you know sound design stuff that that i'm gonna do and you're gonna edit it together and i mean there's post-production but really we have actors you know we're you're gonna have a script we're gonna have a thing that we're gonna be able to put together that that will just I think it'll be just as uh not beneficial as and not excite as it's gonna quench our thirst for creativity. Exactly.
0: I think exactly and it's gonna be so I hate, you know, I hate complimenting myself or saying anything good about what I do. The few people that I've told it about, I've basically said, working on something new, there's a part for you in it. It's something different, something fresh, and something cool. Yeah. And I really think, you know, the something-something films doing... Mountain Creek is going to be something along with the books, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is gonna be something so different, so in independent doesn't even begin to explain it because. I've been reading, watching a lot of YouTube stuff about independently publishing books. Mm-hmm. And you know what me, I hate the middleman. I hate gatekeepers yeah. so, so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Why should anyone keep you from creating what you love? Right. Why should right. you have to wait? And again, with the Mountain Creek books, I'm like, man, for the book aspects, and that's going to be all on my back. And again, I'll find ways financially to help all you other guys with it. I'm willing to go buy a bunch of inventory on my own and go to conventions and sell them one by one. I'm even willing to go to swap meets. I was thinking about that. I will happily go to a swap meet, set up a table, and hawk these books and other stuff that we're working on because... It's going to be so different than I really think people are going to dig it. I mean, yeah, that's what I've been working on that's when great. I haven't been, you know, pulling my nose. Well, I don't have hair, so <laughs> my, my nose hairs out. This is what I've been thinking about, like funny thing when I'm blocked or need to concentrate i play a video game and it helps me zone in on what i'm working on Mm -hmm. so it's like i've been playing the ufc game a lot like i showed you and in the middle of beating people down i'm like yeah that'll work for this yeah (laughs) <laughs> maybe that's the way to go about this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes.
0: So I am going to be editing this into two episodes, the 2021 announcement and the year wrap up. Um, And I'm so happy that, you know, you get my vision a lot of the times for something that I, and not all the time, because there's been things i wanted to do that you were like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but- hey, look the the and one of the big things with me obviously and you know this about me is i only say that if we have to get more than me and you involved in it yeah because it's hard and i'm oh, telling no, there's
0: been stuff i've written that stinks that we shouldn't have done
1: yeah 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 but you know i'm, I'm telling you i think eric looking ahead to 2021 for for us um professionally and us personally it's gonna be i don't want to say a challenge because it's what it is i mean this is what we're signing up for you don't you don't you don't sign up for the military and go hey i'm gonna go to the beach and hang out yeah you you know i mean that's why we were kicked out well yeah i mean who would have thought i mean come on let's face it (laughs) haven't anybody seen top gun (laughs) And not this Top Gun that's
0: coming out, the, the old Top Gun with Tom Cruise, yeah, Iceman. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I kept telling you, Larry, they weren't in the Air Force. They were in the Navy in that movie, but you wouldn't listen. Okay.
1: I thought, I don't know what I thought, that <laughs> it was in the water
0: and he was, well, they, they were on, on the plane beach. They were on planes. Like we immediately thought Air Force. And, I well, I mean, okay, sorry, Eric. So I signed so this, us up. This <laughs> is no joke. I honestly didn't know he was in the Navy in that movie till about 10 years ago. I always thought they were in the Air Force because <laughs> I only equate, you know, our military planes with the Air Force. Okay, first of all, it's called Top Gun, okay, and
1: it's a plane. <laughs> and they're flying. That, I what,
0: only think of Navy
1: as boats. What, right. what part of Top Gun and an airplane do you look and go, oh, man, that that would be a great Navy movie.
0: It don't happen. <laughs> exactly. It don't happen, Eric. And again, never... <laughs> we have proven that we can do tan- tangents on
1: anything anything people oh you know what this is another thing too eric that kind of excites me and i
0: gotta get into the numbers but yes
1: yes one thing that um i we this is an honorable mention and this is a big honorable mention we've had and we're starting to start set our guests up they've actually contacted us we have some writers Some musicians coming up that we're setting up for, uh, obviously, you know, early twenty, you know, early twenty twenty one, because they just started contacting us. Our most controversial show ever.
0: Oh yes, it will will. be coming up. I've been researching stuff. Yes,
1: yes, that's exciting for for our our something something podcast. So we have, you know, musicians, all kinds of creatives with books and and music and movies contacting us to be on. But, and, and that also spills over to our something about the unknown. We have people contacted. We have a really great, uh, I don't want to, he, he's an alien, a UFO person. And he wrote a book that will, will be coming on. And we're going to maybe probably even try to have him on because see that's one thing that I love about all our shows. They're all interconnected. Um, uh, but but the point the point I'm trying to make without I go off on all my tangents the point I'm trying to make is that we have people that are contacting us and we we are absolutely looking for people with books and music exactly. and and any kind of creative material contact us hit us up through our our website hit us up on Instagram our Facebook if you do Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people do anymore. Not a lot I know I know, but hit us up and you know I mean you I think Eric, you you kind of touched on it is I want to be a facilitator with our our podcast is to open up people to the to the possibilities of creating your own way and not waiting for people and and that is the true spirit I think of our something something podcast. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's a big giant thing for me is to have people contact us and want to be on our show. So I just open it up. Oh, and one more thing. Because of that, we have our first sponsor of the something about the unknown and we're going to
0: announce it. And it's the who, Eric? Who is it? Don't don't make me do that. Don't do that to me. (laughs) That's like asking me to, to pick
1: out a color. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. You are, yes, you are colorblind. And that's not something to joke about, but that is true. Uh, it's the Cambrai house, it's a real life haunted house. They yeah. are our first official sponsor of the Something About the Unknown. And we're super excited because not only are they our sponsor for the Something About the Unknown, we're working with them on something giant that. Yeah. You-
0: Yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. Hillsborough Road is taking care of a pet rock (laughs) compared to what we're trying to what not trying. There is no try, only do. Yes. So what we're gonna be doing, yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so are you
0: ready for our numbers? Larry? Let's do it.
1: Yes. I'm excited.
0: This is what's Spotify for podcasting. Anchor is owned by Spotify, and that's how we get our show out. So they've given us all of our shows our year-end wrap-up, not physical year, like from January to December. Like, because to do our physical year would be the numbers would be completely different. You know. Okay. 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 So your voice. Has been heard around 11 countries. 11? 11 countries. Wow. 11 countries. 11 countries. So 10 counting, you know, us. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so wait. wait the countries are like California, Nevada,
1: Yeah. Utah.
0: <laughs> okay we you made some big gains a hundred and eighty three percent followers eight percent listeners six percent streamers okay Eric that's pretty good yeah minutes you dropped two thousand four hundred and twenty two minutes of content over. 42 episodes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Two thousand four hundred and twenty-two minutes. Forty, so we've done forty-two episodes this physical not throughout from December till now. Yeah. And it has all together been two thousand four hundred and twenty-two minutes of podcast. Wow. <gasps> And Chewie loves excited it. excited about that. <laughs> Chewie loves it. And so you know, Chewie's
1: our executive producer of the show. Exactly. So he that. loves it.
0: He's, again, the third host. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> More but than one time. <laughs> that is crazy to think, man. Wow. Wow, Eric a big congratulations congratulations man. to you too man and to think this all started on youtube with me and you this was back when skype didn't record calls so i would have to use adobe audition to record our calls That's... and i mean the sound was okay yeah yeah but still
1: and we didn't i didn't have a microphone. No, I had mine, but you didn't have one yet. And, and so I had to. I used my little uh, headphones for my phone, and then, um, man, those were the those were the days. Wow! <laughs> I, th- I
0: think back then our best ep- our best two episodes, I think, were when um, Lance Jeffrey. Archer came on. Oh,
1: yes, but yeah, absolutely. Then-
0: uh, I really want to there's no way we could remake this episode so I have to see if it's still on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, the demon rape episode. Oh
1: my god, that was hilarious. Everybody, you guys <laughs> you got to look, Eric. You got to look.
0: You got to find it it, that that's that,
1: a, that would be a bonus episode. That, that
0: is hilarious. peak something oh. so that Fair. was in our rawest, you know, we didn't know. We we, we still don't know what we're doing, but we kind of know what we're doing. Yeah. But yeah. back then we were, Ah, oh, it was so, <laughs> that was the best thing. Uh, remember when we used to pitch movies? Oh,
1: yeah. Pitch that movie. Yeah. We
0: got to come when it was just me and you like, remember the dinosaur movie? No, yeah, the dragon
1: we dra- even came up with a
0: poster
1: and a release. Oh, it's great, man. We gotta do that with more guests.
0: Yeah. Pitch that movie. I, yes. Yeah, I mean, we'll get the cast to do something that, like that would be hilarious. That'll be too much fun, and all the weird things we came up with. I know, I know. And now,
1: I mean, two two thousand minutes. Two thousand 000... four hundred and some odd minutes. right Right. man i tell you i just first of all eric i want to thank you for for being on the other end of the the microphone and doing this
0: thank you for saying yes to wanting
1: to do this man i'm a yes man now I got to be careful. I'm a yes We man. don't
0: mean that in like a bad way. I mean, we're we're both yes people. We're no, we're why not people. Right. right. There are two kind. Kevin Smith talked about this. There's two kinds of people in this world. There's why people like, why start a podcast? Why write a movie that takes place in the 80s? Why try to start a multimedia thing? And then there's people like us who are, yeah, why not try it? What's exactly. the worst that could happen?
1: And and literally, we say that all the time. What's the yeah. worst? And and nine times out of 10, people don't say no. They say absolutely. Because yeah. I reach out to people. You know, that's one of the things, too, is I reach out to people all the time.
0: Um, that's on, what I'm so proud Instagram. of you of for what's something about the unknown is yeah. how you've just been... You watch like a special on A and E or the Travel Channel. Yeah. Like, hey, why don't I hit that person up? And and you know
1: I yeah and that was Paul Eno. Yes. Eno. That was he's and he's a famous uh, paranormal investigator. Yeah. But I also did that with The Deeper You Dig. Exactly. Yeah. Adam's family because I watched it and da 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 da, and they I'm telling you man. They are an absolutely filmmaking family. It's it's a great filmmaking we, we family. We need
0: to work with them. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: We need to have them back on. They're, they're doing yeah. uh, another film. But the deeper you dig, I watched it one night with my wife. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God. There were only four or five. Now,
0: it's a, they got an Anchor Blu-ray release. Anchor? They're like one of the biggest (laughs) horror distributors in the world, man. Really? They put out, like, American Werewolf in London special edition, Dorio Argento special edition movies. So it's not like a small little place. I mean, it's a big deal when Anchor puts out your movie. Mm, Boy, I love
1: it, Eric. I love it. I love it. There's... You know, I'm still going to reach out to people and I, you know, loving every minute of this podcast. Thank you for saying, yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for bringing this up and, and doing this thing. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for everything, man. Thank you for your eighties, uh, horror film that I had no idea how hard it would be because it's the eighties. And I apologize
0: I, for that. <laughs> man. I- But again, the next thing we do, movie wise, one room set in 2021. That's right. That's right. With a saw. That's all we're saying with the saw. With a saw. (laughs) But actually, you
1: know, I guess. Did you
0: know that all of Saw was shot in one building? All the different sets were in one, one, not location, but one building right off of sunset in hollywood by the right near the denny's on sunset off of hollywood by the the rock and roll denny's yeah no not the rock and roll denny's the other one that's right by the The freeway by the arc light theater really where the jack and you know down right by the jack in the box and all yeah right around there there's the little there's the denny's and the little strip mall Mm -hmm. Right around there is where they filmed Saw. All the different locations were in one building.
1: By Sunset and Gower. That's it, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I love it. I love it. Ah, Eric, I tell you, man. This year coming up. And, uh, you know, our motto. I, I think this is a good dimension, too. Our motto is "Make horror fun again" with with Road, and I think we're gonna make entertainment fun again. As a matter of fact, um, so yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, 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 I'm gonna do you one better. I'm gonna do you one better, and this isn't. This might be another thing we'll have to. We might want a trademark. Uh huh. Twenty twenty one. Make life fun again. Oh, I love it.
1: I love it. Absolutely. And and anybody listening to this podcast, if you want to help us make 2021... Wait, what is it? Life
0: fun make again? 20, 2021, make life fun again. <laughs> if you want to help us, contact us. Reach out. Let's do this thing.
1: We are open to to projects. We're open to sponsorship. We're opening our our creativity to you Mm. so yeah
0: let's do this actually we are doing it so there you go there you go okay and i guess it's time to end the show man yeah remember everybody especially in this day and age be excellent to each other and party on